Hi, this is Southwest News Media Sports Podcast, Sports for Dummies. I'm Eric Croucher with Dan Huss, Tom Chardon, and Todd Ablin. For the week of February 8th, 2019, we're talking about a potluck of topics, including Sunday's boring Super Bowl game and high school girls hockey sections. Well, Super Bowl 53 in the books. Anybody make it through the entire game watching without falling asleep? <laughs> no. I watched the whole thing, but wasn't too excited about it. I switched to the Big Bang Theory a couple times. Good episodes. Good season yeah, reruns. One, two, yeah. <laughs> Some reruns. One word to describe that. I'm going with atrocious. <laughs> well, there's nothing. There was nothing that ever happened, you know? The and Patriots would drive about to admit... Midfield and get in trouble and then have to punt. Rams couldn't even get a first down. They terrible. They had a punt. Jim Nance got most excited when the guy had the punt record over the Super Bowl. So that's how <laughs> Tony Romo was good. He was good, He's but he wasn't good. as good as the NFC Championship or well, AFC or whatever. I mean that that was genius. So everyone was kind of waiting for that moment, like okay, Tony. He did on the on the scoring he did, drive. He did get here right, but uh, it's just. It just wasn't anything to keep your interest. I kept, I mean, I ate more than I ever ate before because <laughs> I was so bored. I would just leave during the game. I didn't even wait until the commercial. I think Jared Goff was exposed as a fraud. Yeah. He looked like he did two years ago, three years ago, maybe. I mean, it, it he's was. Drew Bledsoe. I think Drew Bledsoe's better, but <laughs> he'll have he a, looks... he'll have a career like Drew Bledsoe. He'll have a he'll have a, some seasons where he pours some stats and. Because he'll be on some good teams, but not tough enough to win a Super Bowl, and he'll play for three different teams. Well, I just looked at. I mean, they talked what a what a defense performance by the Patriots, and I said it's the same defense that was part of an 1,100 yard game one year ago at US Bank Stadium with the Eagles. So, what changed? It's not like the New England Patriots defense was that great all year. It was it was the the, the Chargers. They were terrible. <laughs> But if you don't if you don't Char- have to worry Char- about oh yeah Rams. Rams if you don't have Same to worry city. about Gurley, I mean then Goff's not going to beat you. Yeah, that's so. that's the honest thing. You know, if it doesn't come out in a couple of weeks or months that Gurley was hurt, you're like, what what is the coaches staff doing? Not playing the playing best running back in the league, or well, I mean, he plays sure. like ten to fifteen all game long, touched yeah. the ball five times. Yeah, that's just it's almost coaching malpractice if you're if he's not hurt, you know. How about Julian Owen? Did you realize he was a college quarterback at Kent State? I did not. Seventh round draft at impressive, college. Impressive beard, too. Stero- steroid user. Yeah, he, he's a little guy, but... He's played bought. three years as a starter as Kent State, and some media member tipped off Belichick of his presence. Really? And he went, and they worked him out a couple times. Seventh round pick. A few years later, Wes Welker leaves. He, he best receivers in the league. I thought he was undrafted. No, seventh round pick. Which is pretty much undrafted. Yeah, same thing. You know, I, I think, you know, we were talking about this at halftime, my buddy and I, like, we're sitting at halftime. Who's the MVP of this game? I mean. I personally would have given it to the cornerback. Yeah, and I agree, too. I mean, I, I think I saw a stat where uh, outside of, I think, Edelman had five catches on the two, you know, like, or no, it was. 25 yards on the two the two main drives. He did most of his damage. In the first on, half. Yeah, in the first half. Yeah, he'd get a bunch of, they'd get a bunch of yardage and 
have this punt. Like I said, they'd get down to the 40, 50 to 40, and then you know, on, on his catches, but then they'd have to punt. He really didn't do any, uh, you know, He had two damage. catches in the second half, right? Two, two catches. In the second half? In the second half, which... I mean, he was obviously big for them, but... Yeah, and moving the ball. Either, to me, the cornerback, I can't think of his name. What's his Gilmore. Name? Gilmore or Hightower, the, the, the yeah, linebacker. Yeah, Hightower's ever... Were, we're, it's just not sexy to, unless you have like a pick six or something. Oh, but right. you know, if Gilmore doesn't intercept that ball, and that was a terrible pass, first off, I could have. Uh, yeah, you could have. Um, it maybe's a ten ten game, and we're you know we're you know something happens. So I mean, that, that was the game defining moment. But well, just, yeah. the game defined was the knocking down the one in the end zone. Yes. Oh, well, the guy goodness. Was, yeah. oh, it took the ball. It felt like, oh, took, Brandon, felt like two Cooks. minutes the ball in the air to get there. Oh, they, There's I, two in the end zone. I, the, the Brandon Cooks one. Cooks, and the they, Cooks one. And he was, he was open for so long. I mean, they, they, they showed different views, and there was one view where the ball, you could see it coming close, and you still couldn't see McCourty. Why wasn't that ball delivered quicker? I just didn't see him. Or, Jared Goff. And it, was, it was like a 50-yard yeah. throw, so it was... You know, a good one, but it just had no zip on it. It was like he, he rainbowed it because it's almost the one where, you know, you're a shortstop and you've got so much time to throw it across a diamond that you just, you, you, you hesitate and you throw something soft and you throw it over the head. So, I yeah, that was, I mean, he, it was, he, he was so far away to, to, to knock that ball down. just shows you how bad of a pass it was. The other one in the end zone was a good play, more yeah. good play by the defensive back to yep. get that arm yeah. pulled down. Yeah, he still should have caught that one. Yes. It's hard to catch one one handed, get your arm being yanked from your body. <laughs> Odell Beckham can. He can. You, you, when you talk Super Bowl, the game is one thing. The halftime show commercials are another. Anything, anything stick out from uh, from commercials for you guys? I. I thought the that NFL 100 commercial that was, yeah. the, was only the best good commercial, one. and it was, I don't even know what they were promoting, just NFL 100, yeah. I mean, what's the NFL 100, but that sure. was the best commercial, I thought. The Washington Post one, you guys? The, the Washington Post was good. <laughs> what was That's the one with the Chargers coach? I don't know, I missed a bunch of them. And what was, was what he was, was seeing the it was it was it was to honor, like, oh, um, first, first responders. I thought those were good commercials, okay. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The worst one was the the Burger King Andy Warhol one. I was like, what? I didn't like, see that one. It just was him sitting What happened to the Bud Light, Burger, Coke, and Pepsi rivalry? Well, that's what somebody said at our party. We need to bring Bud Bowl back. I mean, at least you, you know, kept, kept you going. The whole corn syrup uh, debate uh, with Bud Light this year. Eh. Whatever, I don't, Whatever I don't drink Bud Light. Pepsi, Pepsi and Coke used to go head-to-head in those Super Bowls. They don't do that anymore. Cost too much money. It's all movies and yeah. websites yeah. now. Well, we, we did get um, a Marvel trailer, 30-second, and a Captain uh, I, Marvel. I did, I did, I did. I was entertained. Was I spent kid. most of the second half actually on YouTube watching uh, breakdowns of the two trailers because they break them down really fast, Easter eggs, all that kind of stuff, theories. I'd look up. Still at the 50, third and eight. (laughs) (laughs) Here's my thought on Top Gun 2. Goose's son is the hotshot pilot now. Yeah? And Maverick's the destructor. Yeah. Yeah. When's that coming up? I don't know. Summer of whenever. Hey, there's a Toy Story 4 trailer at the very, very end. That's going to be the last one. That was the very end trailer. Was it? Yeah. I'm sure I'll see it. I've got kids. Yeah. 
So, oh yeah, we forgot Maroon Five. You guys were huge, huge. Fans. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> couldn't wait for the show. It. Todd yeah. says they're only worthy of KS ninety five. They are. They're not worthy of a Super Bowl halftime show, and they proved it. Adam Levine is immediately being fired from uh, The Voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, not, I mean, that's probably part does of the wear, reason why. Does he have to wear a shirt at The Voice? or could he? Uh, no, he's got a lot of tattoos, though. Nipplegate <laughs> 2.0 is what I heard. Uh, yeah, I, I, my favorite is I saw a big, they, somebody posted a meme of a big tubby guy from Wisconsin who had a big tattoo that said Wisconsin across his chest. So, uh, I'm sure he was drinking. Well, of course he was. Welcome to Super Bowl. Yeah. That's it. NFL is over. The NFL's over. Dra- uh, the combine's in two weeks or t- uh, 20, 16 days. Well, a new, league, a new league starts this weekend. Oh, it's, yeah. so it's not the XFL. Cause that's the American Alliance of Football. Yep. Yeah. Are you going to be able to hit in that league? I won't, uh, <laughs> I won't watch that. No. No, I won't watch I, that. Yeah, you're right. I did see David, former gopher, David, David Cobbs, getting a shot at that couple that's what the gopher guys will end up. <laughs> well, let's close the book. Pitchers and catches report and how long money ball, man? A few weeks, probably. A few right? weeks, probably. probably. Don't they usually report mid, yeah. late April? Or February, late February. February 20th, something like that. Uh, sure sign of summer. That's nice. Baseball. As, we, as it turns into running for Brian Harper? Or not Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper. And Brian Harper, he's available, I think. <laughs> he's available. <laughs> Only if he's got the, the 90s uh, hair still with uh, the mullet. Bryce Harper and Manny Machado, can we just pull those guys right out of thin air? Can we afford them? Get of course they can afford them. Did you see in the report that the poll ads have a bunch of assets? Uh, they've got the assets. We to, could use them. Well, of course we could use them. But look at that lineup. Where does Harper fit in? <laughs> Where does Mighty Machado CJ, fit in? CJ Cron. We already got CJ Cron. We got uh, Jonathan Shope. We got a. Apparently, Sano has dropped 30 pounds. Buxton's added 20 pounds of muscle. So, let's go. One will lose his power, and the other one will be able to run anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What's a, slogan? What's a slogan this year for the Twins? Well, can you, can Buxton can add all the muscle he wants. He's still going to be able to hit a curveball. Yeah, but he can catch that ball in center field, right? Not, not, not anymore. Not, with, not, not being a little fatty. <laughs> <laughs> well, they won't have Robbie Grossman in one of the corner uh, yeah, outfield. Is this so. seriously though? I mean, was this Buxton's fourth going to be his fourth year in the majors? Something like that. Something like that. I mean, is Make he? On, what is he? Is he on the Andrew Wiggins track or what? Well, we'll find out. I mean, last year was kind of like tough year to kind of see. I mean, just didn't. He was he was not healthy ever. So but he hasn't he ever except no, for a second never. half or a, maybe a September's. He did that two years ago. Yeah, he had a great September, and that was about it. Sometimes I, I everybody says wait like Wiggins as I use him as an example, but he's young. You know, either you got it or you don't. Yeah. And How long is it going to take? I think we've officially closed the book on Wiggins. Is who he is. Wiggins. Yeah, is. that yeah, that two game stretch. Everyone's done with him. He just has that that dull look to him. And it's just it's not gonna happen. But the Wolves, I mean, that season's over. The Wild, they just there's not much to get. It's the sports abyss right now. You know what dynasty's taking a tumble is uh, the Lynx. The Lynx, Maya Moore, no, uh, no Hutchinson, no, no Waylon, Simone Augustus is older. Yeah, that that that's gonna be a. Be ugly that's going to be ugly because they really I mean they haven't because they've had this veteran group 
they haven't, you know, signed, they haven't had top draft picks, they haven't, you know, the Rachel Bannons of the world, or right. they're going to have to bring in some of these these type of players. Where is Rachel Bannon? Is she in the WNBA? Yeah, yeah, I think she's in Connecticut or Connecticut something. Or something yeah. They'll have to bring her home, just like they did with Waylon. They always find a way, right? Right. So, professional sports, not great right now for, for Minnesota. But we are getting to the, the most fun time of the year, at least in my opinion, for high school sports. Really cranks up this week. We, we touched briefly on it last week. We had section dance uh, for two of the sections last weekend. Chask is a state qualifier. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> it. Well, why is that? Huh? I mean, the Lakeshore, they were, yeah. they were, they were champions uh, um, in, in both kick and jazz and they're going to be right there with Eastview. Section 1 is Saturday. Second. Back East, at Kennedy? Back at Kennedy. Eastview is obviously the favorite. There's four teams. There's four good teams in that section. Eastview, Prior Lake, South, and North. Yeah. That's it. Those are the only four that's got a shot. Shocking would love to get into that section. Well, Eden Curry and Chan Hansen would love to get in that section. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, there's no guarantee that this you know, Prior Lake spend and that section has been top six. All three of those teams who've qualified have been top six, I'd say, the last two years. Yeah. So, yeah, which usually that one and the Chaska section have most of the well, finals. Last year state. was the first time since 2015 that a team from section three or four made the finals. The finals. So, uh, it's, yeah, it's been section one and two, and yep. despite what somebody told me I was wrong, it's geography. It's where you are located. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, the the strength and the you know the money, the you know the people that that put their you know daughters through you know different studios and stuff. Sec- they live in section one and section two. It's not section three and four. Brainerd, you know, think about Brainerd versus Wyzetta. I mean, it's just night and day. So I'm sure there'll be some changes. I know I talked to the Chan Asin coach for dance, and she said that they have a proposal. Uh, to change things up a little bit um, that they're going to bring to the state high school league, she made me aware that there was a um, there was a, a stoppage. You couldn't make any you couldn't make any changes while they made uh, the executive director uh, change from David Steed to Eric Martins. What do they just want? New so, sections? This is going to be section realignment. No, it's going to be coming out it, in the next few weeks. Four, add four more sections. I think it's going to be yeah. There's going to be something different. Yeah. But I mean, basketball's got their own proposal. I mean, lots of sports. I mean, that's not the only yep. sport that that's you know a lot of good teams are concentrated in the same section. So cross yeah. country. I know they talked about a couple years ago. The Chaska coach talked about like wild card bursts, like where you would kind of like true team where they will take the rest of the teams and then kind of. But, the, but, the but that's easier to do when you're talking with the stopwatch as correct. opposed to. Uh, Four judges or however many judges. Yeah. It's really not that fair in track because you know you don't know what the conditions are each day from a section and, to another. And I think they were saying like that they would have like a third weekend for sections, where then you would take the top teams that didn't make state from each one and have them dance again. So there's something like that. As to because as, I mean, but the thing is, is that you work so hard to to reach that point. And in section two, unless your name is YZ of Maple Grove. You know, and most years Chaskin and Dinah, you, I mean, Chan Asin had their best score ever, and it was only fourth best, you know. And From what you know of the Minnesota State High School League, 
to me is about a negative one percent chance of anything happening. <laughs> they they don't uh, care about dance, they, they don't care about competitive bounce. They want no, I know. representation. Correct. They're they're gonna say sorry, and they'll and they'll come back with the argument. Maybe in a few years, it will be different. You'll have maybe that section will be better. Yeah. You, know, you don't know. They, there's. You start you start doing that. You're messing them with a lot of different. You're gonna, the cross country will be the first ones to jump up yep. and say, "What about us? We'll run another meet yeah. two weeks before state or weekend right. before yeah. state, and take a wild card team in." My my biggest thing though is like I get that they want representation, but it is. And we talked about this last week. It's really easy to be say, "Okay, well we have Shakopee and Apple Valley in the same wrestling section." I mean, Shakopee could. Easily, easily be in checks and chicks, and then you don't have the best of the best every year, and it's the same thing. Why are, are, they how, well, are they going to be the best of the best every year? I mean, you just start jumbling sections, and then all of a sudden, but they're going to be the best in the next two years, and we do this every two years. So you switch the things around. You know, in voice hockey, that the power that you're going to have late conferences uh, is going to be a great conference. So you don't have every single team. Right now, they have Minnetonka and Eden Prairie in Section 2. They have a Diner and YZ in Section 6. Imagine, because of geography all being so close, they were all in one section. No, they've, they've said, okay, well, we can move things around a little bit. There is an op- there is an op- there is. Are you talking about for hockey where you died and went to six? That was just, they just redo the borders. And that's what I'm saying. There, there's options to do that in dance. There's options to do that in cross country. I mean, why... Why is Minnetonka in Section 2 in everything but cross-country is in Section 6? Just move Minnetonka into Week Section 2. Then you don't have every late conference team uh, in Section... And Eden Prairie could do the same thing. But Eden, Eden Prairie Eden. Is, in, is Region 2 <coughs> administration. Why are they in Region 6 for cross-country? There can be... 2 and 6 can be balanced out, is what I'm saying. Absolutely. I mean, it makes... For hockey, it makes oh, no sense that you've got Edina Wyzetta to... Basically, jump over Eden yeah, Prairie right. and Minnetonka to get to Wyzetta. Yeah, right. I mean, they tie it up with maybe one, they, the one hundred. High school should come so out they put St. Louis Park, Robbinsdale, and there was six, and so it just they go right down one hundred. You know, the funny thing is, we talk about the late conference teams, or even some of the big schools. And sure, you're going to get the five communities there, and four, six, or seven, and they're going to complain. The rest of the state loves it. They don't beat each other up. They'll never be on that. They'll never be on that track. When a, when a sub five hundred why is that a team makes boys hockey state and knocks off a Dinah? You don't think every the rest of the state's like yeah? That was a couple years ago, but I mean, yep. it's just uh, wasn't he Dinah the state or was that as a state champion the year before? Yes, correct. But they, like, lo- they lost everything but the goaltender, and they here they were too. beating them at Mariucci, mm-hmm. and so, but. Yeah, it's. Uh, well, I mean, we just so with with you got the playoffs coming up here. Girls hockey starts this week. Seeds are out. Eden Prairie took care of business. Minnetonka's not even a five hundred team, so they're, they're the two seed. Um, well, it looked like the coaches in the seeding process looked at the whole season instead of the head to head because it was interesting because Chaska and Chan got the three seed above. Shockby despite going 0-1-1 against Shockby and then Shockby beat Holy Family for the four seed despite Holy Family beating Shockby so coaches didn't take as much credo into a head-to-head as they have in the past. I don't know what they, they did. I mean the the bottom two and the top two make sense. The middle, I, Shockby's 14 wins, 
they, you know, that looked to me, once, once Chaskatan lost to Bloomington on Saturday, it was like, they're going to be the four, they're going to host Holy Family, but they got the three, and I mean, it gives a nice Metro West Conference uh, matchup with Chaskatan and Bloomington, and Holy Family, despite that head-to-head win, goes to, to Shakopee, so those would be the two best games, I mean, I don't Prior Lake, Prior Lake, Mean Prairie. Prior Lake's played Eden Prairie ten times since becoming a Class 4A program in 2003-4. They've been outscored 69-8. to All right. Pencil and Eden Prairie to the semifinal. <laughs> so Dan skipped that work on Friday. Uh, New Prague and Minnetonka. New Prague's now up in AA. That'll be a tough task for them. Um but that, the semifinals will be pretty fun. They're, it's at it's at Bramer this year. Um, they got out of. Was that last year? It was at Bramer last, last year. Last year. Jasper Chan didn't make it apparently. <laughs> uh, years past, it's been at Ridgefield. I think it's been at Big. So um, Bramer's a fun fun site. So. And last year there was an upset when Shakopee beat Minnetonka. Yeah. In the semis. In the semis. So I mean, I think there's. There's probably five teams that can do some damage. There isn't like a, there isn't an Adina, there isn't a Blake in this section, or a Wayzata, I mean, or a Wayzata. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, uh, you know, Chaska Chan tied Eden Prairie in in December, and Eden Prairie is a better team than they were then. Uh, so it'll be interesting. But so I think it's pretty balanced. I mean, well, Eden Prairie just about beat Edina. They just beat Wayzata. Well, they just beat Brainerd. They Minnetonka just almost beat Edina. It was five four. So I mean. Why is that? They, they lost why is that a three two lead. So those yeah. teams can beat anybody, but they could probably lose to some teams too if they if they don't have their good game. So Shakopee, good goaltending defense, a lot of close scoring games. Yeah, they have a tough time scoring. So for them to win to beat Holy Family would probably be a two to one, three to two game and then if they win and get past E Prairie, they'll have to keep E Prairie down to one or two goals to even have a chance to win because Shockley cannot score goals. They have a tough time. They, uh, I haven't looked at it, but I did beginning this middle of the season. They have had played like ten straight games, and they only scored three goals once or twice. So okay. they, they have a tough time scoring. So their games are very defensive minded. So for them to pull the upset, they'll have to hold Eden Prairie to one or two goals. But that's if you're gonna make an upset in hockey, it's gonna be with a goaltender, and yeah. they have the goaltender to do that. Yeah. Well, the one you talk about defense, the you know who's given up the least amount of goals in the entire state all year long? Burnsville. Burnsville. It's like two seed in the section. Their section started Wednesday. So their semifinals are Saturday at the Veterans Memorial Community Center in Invergrove Heights. Burnsville will probably play third seed at Eastridge. Egan's the one seed. Um, Burnsville could be into a beat Egan the last yeah. time they played them. Yeah, Egan. Egan's got a good squad, uh, but they don't have a that dynamite scorer. Like they had Taylor Anderson last year yeah. playing at Duluth. They don't have that number one scorer, so yeah, Burnsville could. Uh, Burnsville could walk out of there. Burnsville doesn't have a dominant offense either. They're they're very defensive minded, but all eight of their losses are by one goal. Granted, Burnsville's schedule. They haven't really played anybody all year. The sure. SEC is not good, um, and I don't. I think their toughest non-conference. I don't even. They didn't play anybody over in the lake. They didn't play. They Spring Lake Park, Champlain Park, Centennial. They didn't really play a sure. real tough schedule. Their best win is Egan. Yeah. Um, 
but you know that section is not overly strong, so they could easily get out of there and get to the championship. Well, we know that you'll be covering covering all those games. And <laughs> You section gotta, you section make, dance is Saturday night, so I will not be at the semifinals. Are you going to make it over to Old Vet? If they get to the finals, I will, because section go. dance is Saturday, and so are the semifinals for hockey. Section dance, you'll be there for... Section one. Three, three minutes? Well, it all depends on the schedule. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've got it timed out. Well, i got two teams it's there. great. So Burnsville and Prior Lake. So I'll probably go in there and Prior Lake will dance first and Burnsville will be last and then I'll be upset. There you go. Well, okay. A couple years ago, Burnsville danced first and Prior Lake third. I, oh, I was happy. Yeah, I was <laughs> yeah, so 13th and 15th the other day. The last, two of the last three. But, you know, because I'm such a great guy, got in Shakopee, got some Eaton Prairie, got some for Buffalo, my buddy the Buffalo Papers. So I stayed for the entire jazz. Got to see Adina's new gym. Now, you have to go down about 400 stairs and 300, uh, three levels to get there. And what a... Well, for somebody geez. from Chanhassen who you have to walk clear around the stadium to get on the well, field. If you, if you know the right people <laughs> and you're lazy enough like me, you can just make a call and they'll come get you on a cart. <laughs> I don't do that, but I could. Do we got any basketball news? When Matt Hoffchild's Hofchild's missed the last... Two and a half games of an ankle injury. She sprained it against Rosemont. And they have not played well without her. Darcy Garcia has also missed three straight games. I don't know what his injury is, though. Yeah, prior to like beat Shockby on Friday without Garcia, without so Garcia. they kind of wrapped up this one seed. And I think they got the one. Yeah. I don't think that was ever really in doubt. No. Well, if they lose to Shockby and Shockby gets a split, and then maybe they lose again to North. And lose two to North. I mean, you could make start making an argument maybe. maybe for another team, but now that they got the sweep of shock, be and I'm yeah, sure it's. <laughs> well, I just said I tweeted the other day. Dinah took took East Ridge, a really good team, uh, you know, to the wire, you know, three point game. I think it was. And I tweeted out that Dinah's not going to be happy that they're getting the five. I mean, yeah. they are beating teams. Jack Middleton just went over 1,000 points for his career. They're going to be the five seed, and they're going to be a top ten team. It's realistic. I mean, it's just that is going to be. So yeah, you don't want to be the four. The four five seed will want, be. I mean, that's what. Well, maybe do you, do you want to be the four? I mean, if, if you're a team, do you want to? Would you rather play in the semifinals? Let's let's say Prior Lake's the one. Would you rather play Prior Lake or would you rather play Eden Prairie? Haven't seen Eden Prairie a couple times this year outside of the 15 three, uh, threes they made against Minnetonka the other day, which Miles Frisch. What a great story, Dan. I mean, yeah, maybe you he, can. He, he was not even. He was questionable about making the team. Yes. And, you know, he's a 5'11 junior guard who, before Friday, had probably no more than 20. three, four minutes under his belt for any one game. And he comes in against Minnetonka and makes eight threes. <laughs> I mean, he was, I was there. So he's a new weapon? He was six of six of eight. Uh, has made six of his first eight shots. Then it took a couple to get seven. But the kid just was, <laughs> it was, it was fun to watch. And then the second half was all John Henry. And yeah, they made 15 three-pointers in that game. And if it's that Eden Prairie team, you got to play defense against them. But they were without Austin Andrews. Um, so he was in a, he was How was he dying up against Eden Prairie? 
Eden Prairie just beat Edina by three the yeah. other day, and they get them one more time. Edina got any size? Yeah, yeah. one guy, six seven. And Eden, and the Eden Prairie coach, solid. I mean, he clearly thinks Edina is the top three team in the section, maybe a top two team. Yeah, they, but they they can be. I mean, they have two really good players, <laughs> Middleton and Hudson. Um, after that, they have a bunch of role players, but they have a bunch of role players, and you know, so uh, I I like their team a lot. But and they, I mean, unless they got a full, they're playing a lot of tough teams, and they're playing them tough. They're just, but they're not. They're yeah. not getting the win. And they haven't beaten. They haven't beaten one of the, the other four teams. They so. they have the best win in the section though. They beat Hopkins. Hopkins yeah. They beat Hopkins. They beat Creighton. Um, yeah, they, that, that's what I'm saying. Like you, you their beat, schedule is impressive. It's very you, know, you look at Shakopee's schedule. They've played all the teams in the section, but after that, they haven't played the top teams out of the section. Yeah, so. but they also get South Suburban. So they're now they're getting. Two against Lakeville North, probably. After Lakeville North, probably Lake and Shock me. How good yeah. is Salsa Burn? Yeah, Eastview's kind East of... Eastview's East the they, they, they've, ten, they've tempered out. They've, they've had but some losses. But those late. four teams, and after that, the other six teams yeah. are not very good in the Salsa um, Burn. I just kind of... So, like, the team I, you know, I cover, Chaska, kind of worry about them because they, they, they have this great schedule in December where they play all the ranked teams, and and now all they have is Metro West Conference in Minnetonka. And so I'm going, uh-oh. It's kind of almost like, uh, what have you done lately for me? And so I wonder if Adina is going to try to go. I think Chaska should be the five seed. I mean, Chaska's going to have 20 wins. So it's going to be hard to give them the five, especially when they beat Shakopee. Um, they should have beat Eden Prairie. I mean, that, that's the thing is, Chaska could be the two seed if they had blown a 13-point lead. After Christmas, you know the one thing about winter sports is it's a little different than spring because spring is obviously a build up from the start right to get the playoffs. I mean, it's such a long winter sports yeah. season where you get teams get into lulls, they get a few injuries, and you really, I mean, these coaches now are all. I mean, they're not looking as much for trying to get wins; they're trying to get their team ready for playoff times. So it's a little different. I mean, because some teams they they look really good, slouch. Fall back a little bit, and then next you know they turn up for, for the playoffs. Right. So it's it's different in ba- in spring where you know everything yeah. is so crammed; it's a rush. You got to you got to start playing well, you know, mid May, earlier early May if you're going to do anything in the playoffs. You can have lulls in winter sports. I like your lull is right now for basketball. I mean, like yeah, it's like okay, we're playing conference games, and it's kind of a whole. I mean the last couple weeks watching basketball. I haven't seen a 36-minute intense stretch of basketball from anybody. Like, yeah. you, you can just see, like, the... You it's know, a grind. It's, like it's a longer grind. Teams will be up by a bunch, and then they'll let a team back in, and they'll put the foot back on the gas. And um, So, yeah, and I, winter is too long. Winter, <laughs> we're not talking season. We're talking high school sports. It, just too long. If we're potluck in Minnesota, I watched um, Duke <laughs> play St. John's, and... I looked at watch Trey Jones play defense, and I said, "If Tyus Jones played defense like his brother, he'd be an NBA All Star." Yeah. And then I switched it around. If Trey Jones had Tyus's jump shot, he'd be an NBA All Star. <laughs> Trey Jones is on. He's gonna make the NBA yeah. just because he's the. He might be the best, one of the top five defenders in the country already yeah. as a freshman. I mean, he, he's unbelievable. He wasn't even on the. What was it? The the Naismith. Def- there is some defensive list. He is so good. And he wasn't even. He wasn't even on that. <laughs> I know he's. And he, even as, even Tyus said in a tweet, like 
kidding me? <laughs> Trey is so strong and so quick, but his jump shot is... He's just not a great jump shooter. Right. Which, he's going to have to play point in the NBA. He's not going to be a... He's not going to be an off card. But he could be a guy that can come off the bench and really turn the... He, he's so impressive defensively. He's just so impressive. It makes you appreciate the times he got to watch those, those boys in the gym. Yes. Because, you know, I mean, those Apple Valley teams were very good. Mm-hmm. But now you kind of watch, especially Trey, like what he's doing at Duke or what Tyus did in his short time at Duke, and you're going, wow, we saw something pretty pretty right. awesome. Pretty special. So, and the minute you watch really Tyus, the, minute, the first time I ever watched Tyus in the gym, I think he was a ninth grader, and I just yeah. looked at him and said, that guy's the best player in the state right now. Yeah. I mean, he, was just, he just was three plays ahead of everybody. Tyus, I think, took or Trey took a little longer to develop. But his game is so well-rounded from the fact that he can play D, rebound, he passes well, he handles the ball pretty well. He's just he's just not a guy that you can he's – not, he's not no, he, he didn't shot. score at all as a freshman and sophomore in Apple Valley. Yeah. I mean, you know, six, six points, eight points a game, he did nothing. Cause, but they also had really good teams, you know, the big guys like Kirksey and, and Bertram. So he just – he worked the, the feeding game. He was the assistant man and – and then that junior year, I mean, it really, really They did have Trent Jones. They did. Uh, well, yeah, there's Gary Trent. Gary, 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 Gary Trent. Gary, yeah. Trent. Gary, Gary Trent Jr. Yeah, there was that guy, too. So, oh, junior, yeah. so there was no shots to go. There was no shots left. So, but, uh, yeah, it's kind of fun. It's fun to watch some of those guys. Uh, you know, same thing kind of like J.P. McCurry when he was, was at Xavier. Like, I mean, you didn't really, outside of that state, state championship game, didn't really get too excited watching JP, and then you watch it translate to the college game. And I know now I think he's in development, the NBA development league too, and kind of makes you appreciate uh, what you saw in the high school gyms. Well, what about the Not NHL sure game last night? They had three Eden Prairie guys on the ice. Middlestead, Sealer. And I was hoping Middlestead would get the. the oh yeah, I was, that's a kid that just doesn't go away, right? He's I mean, 26 years old. 20, that's it? That's it. I feel like he's about 30. <laughs> I, feel like he's I mean, that could, be Chad. that could be Chad, but and he's put some miles between. Still might the have the best goal all time to win a state championship, right, yeah, Kyle? That was pretty sweet. Yep. Yeah. I think that's got to be in the top three or well, four. Well, probably that Duluth Apple Valley goal, even if it was just because the sheer the point game. of the game. Yeah, I mean. Well, when Kyle scored, scored, was third overtime. Good point. Was okay. You win. <laughs> that's, that a, was a that's a long game too. That's it for Sports for Dummies this week. I'm Eric Croucher with Dan Huss, Tom Chardon, and Todd Ablin. Rachel Minsky is our producer. Read more round-the-clock sports coverage at southwestnewsmedia.com. Thanks for listening.